welcome to the True Tabernacle podcast channel. We hope that you find encouragement and inspiration during one of our sermons, discussions, or interviews. For more information regarding our faith community, connect with us on Facebook at our True Tabernacle page. And while you're at it, hit subscribe to this channel to stay connected. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Come on, let's declare it in here this morning. Amen. Amen. If he's already done enough, I submit to you this morning that he is not doing what he is working on in your life. Amen. He's continued to write that chapter. Amen. The story is not over yet. Amen. We have yet to be glorified. Amen. So thankful for the Lord. So thankful for His presence in this place. He truly is not done working. Amen. What a mighty God we serve. Amen. Let's praise Him this morning. Amen. Let's give God some praise. He's in this place. Amen. He's here to heal. He's here to mend. Amen. He's here to set a captive free. Amen. We are serving the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Hallelujah. Our text will be from Mark, the second chapter, verses, chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. Amen. I have been feeling very challenged by this message to come out of my comfort zone. Amen. If it's stirring me to come out of my comfort zone, I'm hoping to stir you to come out of your comfort zone this morning through the help of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We can't put God in a box. Amen. I've yet to see any time where Jesus healed the blinded eye the same way. I don't see it throughout my Bible. He always done it different. When he come to the lepers, he healed them different. You can't put a pattern on God. You can't put a stamp on him. He's going to do what he wants, when he wants, how he wants. It's his will, not our will. Amen. But it takes us coming out of our comfort zone and submitting and surrendering ourselves to him. Amen. How desperate are we? Amen. How desperate are we? Amen. That's the God we serve. He will step over any need, anything. Amen. If you got a need, and He will reach out and meet that need. Amen. I'm telling you that in the Holy Ghost this morning. You came in here feeling something, battling something, going through something. But I'm telling you, the Lord is in this place. And whatever you're facing, you don't have to leave the same way you came this morning. Amen. His presence is in this place. Amen. The Spirit of the Lord is here, and our text says this, starting in Mark 2, 1. It says, and again he entered into Capernaum, and after some days, and it was noise that he was in the house. I declare to you this morning, Jesus is in the house. Amen. And straightway many were gathered together in so much, and that there was no room to receive them. No, not so much as about the door, as he preached the word unto them. And they came unto him, bringing one sick of the palsy, which was born of four. And when they could not come nigh unto him for the press, amen, they uncovered the roof where he was. And when they 
had broken it up, they let down the bed wherein the sick of the palsy lay. When Jesus saw their faith, he said unto the sick of the palsy, Son, thy sins be forgiven thee. That there were certain of the scribes, amen, sitting there and reasoning in their hearts, Why doth this man thus say, speak blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God only? And immediately when Jesus perceived it in his spirit that they so reasoned within themselves, he said unto them, Why reason ye these things in your hearts? Whether it is easier to say to the sick of the palsy, Thy sins be forgiven thee, or to say, Arise and take up thy bed and walk, but that ye may know that the Son of Man hath power on earth to forgive sins. He saith to the sick of the palsy, I say unto thee, Arise and take up thy bed and go thy way into thine house. And immediately he arose, took up the bed and went forth before them all insomuch that they were all amazed and glorified God saying, We've never saw it on this fashion. We've never seen it done this way. We've never even heard this. You got those that were doubting but what the Lord spoke that word and he got up out of that bed. He took that bed and he went to his house praising and they all glorified God. Amen. I want to speak to you this morning on a broken roof and an empty bed. A broken roof and an empty bed. We're one breakthrough away from your miracle. Amen. You're one breakthrough from what God has for you. Amen. But it takes something on our part. Amen. It takes something on our part. Amen. If you'll put your Bibles down, let's lift up our hands and let's ask the Lord to bless this word this morning. Lord, we love and we praise you, Lord, and we thank you for your mighty presence that's in this place, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for what we feel, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for inhabiting the praises of your people, Lord. Lord, we take dominion over every spirit right now, Lord, as it tries to hinder the, the working of your, your word this morning, Lord. We pray and declare and plead your blood upon this service, Lord. Your presence is here, and where your presence is, Lord, there is liberty, Lord, and we thank you for the liberty and the Holy Ghost here this morning. I pray, Lord, that you touch each and every one of us. Open up our hearts and our minds to receive, Lord, what you would have for us, Lord. Let us not just be hearers of your word, Lord, but to be doers also. In Jesus' name we pray. And let everybody say, in Jesus' name, let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Smile at your neighbors. You're being seated. While much of the, the Bible is familiar to many of us, I'd like to try, if you try this morning, to imagine that you've heard it for the very first time. Amen. Do you realize how unpredictable the Bible is? Amen. Who could have possibly anticipated some of the twists and the turns in the Bible? Can you imagine reading about some people trapped up against the sea and even beginning to imagine that God would open up the waters and then drown the enemy? Amen. I've often heard it said, and I've heard it here recently, you know, oh, these are just stories in the Bible. These are just this. I declare to you that these are testimonies. These are things that have actually happened. They're here to lift up our faith. They're here to give us a sense because he's the same God yesterday, today, and forever. His word don't change. He doesn't change. And if he could do it then, he can do it now. 
Amen. He is a healer. He is a provider. He is that way maker. Amen. There's nothing that our God cannot do. Amen. If we'll just cry out unto Him. If we'll believe and cast our faith upon Him. Amen. A little boy came home from Sunday school and his mother asked him what the lesson was about. And the boy said it was about Moses and the Red Sea, Mom. His mother asked him, well, tell me about the story. Tell me about this. Well, Mom, Moses and the Israelites were trapped up against the Red Sea and the Egyptian army was hot on their heels. They was right behind them. Moses called in some attack helicopters to strap off the Egyptians and keep them back while the Army Corps of Engineers built a bridge over the Red Sea. After Moses led the people across the bridge, Pharaoh and his army, they tried to use it too. Moses called in some B-52 bombers to bomb the bridge, and the Egyptians were all killed. His mother said, sat there and shook her head and said, Son, are you sure that is quite how they said that? Because I don't recall the story ever saying that. Amen. His reply was not quite. But if you won't believe that story version, you sure won't swallow what they tried to tell me. I'm here to tell you again that every word in this, this Bible, every word is a testimony. This is unspeakable truth. It is the living word. Amen. It does not change. This word is forever settled in heaven. This is testimonies. And it's here to encourage us in our walking, in our everyday battles. Amen. Because God is still healing. God is still delivering. He is still that way maker. Amen. And you can take it forever you want. But I'm telling you, this is the truth. This is the truth of God. Amen. How about an axe head flying off, off into the river and a prophet throwing in a stick? Amen. And the axe head swimming. That's a testimony, folks. That happened. That's in my Bible. That's truth. How about digging a valley full of ditches on a night before a battle and having God use the sunrise to confuse the enemy? Amen. Made it look, they dug the ditches. He made it look when, they, when, when the Moabs came out to go against them. Amen. The Israelites, they got so confused. They seen all this blood. What prepared to be blood. They thought they had turned against themselves and went, these three kings had went and killed themselves in battle. Well, let's go over here. Let's go, let's go after them. Get over and get their hind ends whooped because it was just a trap. Amen. God is always working in our favor. God will always confuse your enemy. Amen. You can't put God in a box. You can't put him in a bat. And, and, and there's no patent upon him. Amen. He'll always do it with the, more than what you can even think is what the Bible tells us. Amen. See, there's always seems to be another chapter that wasn't what you would expect. That's why you shouldn't give up on the book of your life, your next chapter. Don't give up. Don't throw in that towel. Amen. It just might be that God has plans for you that you cannot imagine. Amen. His ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. Amen. It might just be that God has a blessing for you that you can't see yet. But it's on the way. Don't give up. Keep pressing. Keep going. It just might be that God has an answer for you that you haven't thought of yet. Because you're looking for one way and God says, well, I'm going to do it this way. Amen. It might be that just God's plan to send you home different than what you came today. Amen? You might just be one broken roof from an empty bed. You might just be one breakthrough from your miracle. Amen? 
the word of God, the word got out that Jesus was in the house in Capernaum. And early on, it's just early on Jesus' ministry, but already his fame had, had crowds gathering, multitudes. There was no room. People had heard that Jesus, that they've heard that he was doing miraculous, that they heard that he can heal the diseases, amen. They were heard that he can fix situations. There was nothing that anybody would present to Jesus that he couldn't take care of. Amen. And they were coming to because of the they wasn't coming because of a program or a production. They were coming to see a miracle worker. Amen. They were bringing their needs to the, to his supply. They were bringing their sickness for his healing. Amen. They were bringing their problems for his answers. They were bringing their disappointments to his hope. Amen. For he is the way, the truth, and the life. He is the only hope we have in this earth. Amen. He makes a way when there seems to be no way. He's like the song said, he goes before us, he's behind us, and he's always beside us. He makes a way when there seems to be no way. He's always working. See, for no religious program would help them. No firm handshake and a friendly pat on the back would do it. But Jesus, only Jesus could answer their question. Only Jesus could provide what they have. Amen. If you can touch Jesus, if I can just get to Jesus, if I can just talk to him, if I can fight through this crowd, if I can just reach out and just touch the him in his garment, if I can get through anything just to be in his presence. It's in his presence that miracles come. It's in his presence that deliverance comes. Amen. It's in His presence that God answers everything that we can and we don't understand it. But God gives clarity, but it's in His presence. Amen. And we got to press. We got to work our way through the press. Amen. We got to quit worrying about what others might think. Amen. We got to get through the crowd. It may be crowded, but amen. They went and they pressed their way through it. Amen. They found a way. They got desperate enough. Amen. It says that all the thing that matters is me touching Jesus. All that matters is me being in His presence. All that matters is me kneeling at His feet just to hear His voice speak. All that matters is Jesus. Jesus and Him crucified. Amen. That blood of Jesus that flows, that covers a multitude of sins. Amen. And Jesus is my answer. All that I need, I find, I find in Jesus. Amen. That's what I need. He's what I'm looking for. For He is what I want. And he is what I desire. Every moment and every day, Jesus down here, Jesus lets it go. Amen. Jesus sets us free. Those thoughts, those battles we have, turn it over to Jesus. Give it to Jesus. If I can just get in His presence. If I can just get in His presence, His presence is here today. Jesus is right here. He's more than simply a historic figure. He is a living reality. Jesus is alive and well today. Jesus is here this morning. He's not dead. He's alive. and He's here to answer and take care and do anything that you need. Amen. He's not in no tomb. Amen. That stone was rolled away. Amen. And He's coming back. Amen. Are we hearing? Are we listening for that trump? Amen. He's here, but He's left His Spirit here. Amen. To heal, deliver, and to set us free. Amen. We're just a broken roof away from an empty bed. Amen. One breakthrough away from our miracle. One breakthrough away from our deliverance. Amen. One breakthrough away from the answers that nobody can give us the answer to. Amen. 
So anything is possible in this house this morning because Jesus is in this place. See, desperation drove them to a strange course of action. When they arrived with the paralyzed friend on a bed or a stretcher, the crowd was flowing out the doors. They were gathered around windows. Amen. They were struggling to see him. Amen. There was that many people they could not even get close to Jesus. Now an individual might have just at the risk of offending somebody might have just moved in there. The line jumpers that everybody gets all ruffled about. Well, hey, hold on a minute. You know, you're jumping the line. You know, I was here first. Didn't work like that. They didn't want to do that. Perhaps one of them thought, let's just give up. We'll turn around and go back. Disappointed. Darken their expression. But I like this guy. Maybe one of them just said, wait just a minute. I didn't come here to leave the same way I came. I didn't come to leave without my miracle. Amen. I came here to be touched by Jesus. Amen. I came to receive something. Amen. I'm not giving up. I'm not giving in. I'm going to stay here. I'm going to steady this course until I can get into His presence. I'm going to keep praying. I'm going to go a little further. I'm going to keep pressing until I get into His presence. I didn't come here to watch others touch Him. Come on, somebody. I didn't come to see somebody else receive a miracle. I didn't come to see somebody else get a touch of Jesus. I came for myself. I came to be a little selfish. Anytime I come into the house, anytime we get into prayer, I've come with a purpose to be in His presence, to feel His touch. Amen. To have answers. Amen. To get some direction. To get some strength. Amen. So I don't know whose ideal it was, but up on the roof they went. And they began to tear away the roof. Amen. Now I realize this may be unorthodox. I realize that somewhat, it is somewhat different. I realize that may not be how others would do it. But then again, I'm not worried about what others do. Amen. I have a need. They had a need. Amen. They, had a, they knew one thing. i got to get in the presence of Jesus. I've got to get in the presence of Jesus. Something's got to stir us to get beyond where we're at, to quit worrying about people, to quit worrying about thoughts, amen, to get out of our comfort zone and understand I'm here for me. I've got a sickness. I've got a need. I've got a family situation, amen. I've got a sickness. I've got a hurt. I need the Holy Ghost, amen. I need refilled. I'm facing this situation. But if I can get in the presence of Jesus... If I can break into the presence of Jesus, if I can break through whatever that wall is, whatever that ceiling is, if I can just break through, amen, I just want breakthrough away from a miracle. Amen, a broken roof and an empty bed. I'm just a broken roof away from an empty bed, but i got to press. Amen. See, desperation drove them. Criticize me if you will, but I'm going to touch him. They didn't care what others thought. I don't care if it wouldn't be what you would do. This is what I know I have to do. Amen. You're not carrying this. I'm carrying you. You don't feel what I feel. You don't need what I need. You don't know the desperation in the state I'm in. Amen. But I got to get through the crowd. I got to fight these thoughts. Amen. I got to make myself like Jesus of no reputation. Amen. I don't care what others think. I got to get in the presence of Jesus. Amen. Something's got to get into us.
Amen. We got to get desperate sometimes. Amen. We got to get down to where the rubber meets the road. All that matters is being in the presence of Jesus. Amen. Breaking that roof to have an empty bed. Climbing up on the roof. Doing whatever I got to do to be in the presence of God. Amen. I don't know if I've ever seen anybody receive a miracle who refused to move out of their comfort zone. You're not going to receive a miracle. You're not going to receive what you need from Jesus if you're staying in your comfort zone. Amen. I sat there Friday night service at camp. And I just seen this young man come walking. He was having an altar call. He's got a cane. And I noticed this big old bare spot on the back of his head. I said, man, that guy may have been a May be a wounded warrior. He may have faced an IED. He could have had a car accident. He could have been anything. That spot on the back of his head was a burn mark. He could have been skin graft from where they done something. But he had three friends walking him to the altar. Encouraged him. Where we was at, my wife made it to the altar. The crowd was something else. About 10 minutes later, I see this young man and his friends down at the altar. They're praying. And God is moving. This man struggled to walk. He had a cane. He was unstable. His face was configured, disconfigured. Amen. And he was having trouble walking. But after about 10 minutes of praying, I looked down. That young man had the cane up in his hand and he was jumping and leaping for God. Amen. He knew that he wasn't going to get what he had back there. He had to make a move. He was desperate. But the whole time his friends were telling him, come on, if we can get you to this altar, come on. What you need is at the altar. Come on. You can do it. Don't give up. They could tell he was struggling. You could tell he was having trouble breathing. You could tell it was a chore for him to get there, but they was there encouraging Come on. Come on. You can make it. You can do it. If you can get there, you'll break that roof and you'll have an empty bed. Amen. You just want breakthrough away from your miracle. Amen. See, sometimes a pew becomes a prison when we demand not to be, not to move out, to be uncomfortable. Amen. We get comfortable in those pews. Well, God can touch me right here, but sometimes God says, won't you just move? Won't you come to me? Come, all you that are heavy laden and burdened, come. Come to me. I'm right here. Amen. Jesus could have easily, he knew they was there. He could have easily made his way to them. Amen. But how desperate was it? He wanted to move from them. Can you put up 2 Chronicles 7 and 14 for me? Amen. We had a discussion. It says, if my people, which are called by my name. Amen. Well, what? Humble themselves. Pray. And seek my face. It call, faith calls an action for us. It causes us to move. There's something we got to do in order for God to move upon us. He says, then I will I hear your cries. Then will I hear your land. Amen. 
but it calls something from us. It causes an action. It calls movement from us. Amen? Sometimes we just got to move. Sometimes we got to get out of our comfort zone. Amen? That place was desperation meets action is where God moves. Amen? The amazing things is that Jesus knows right where they are. He's not surprised when the plaster starts falling off the roof, amen, and lights start to break in on the crowds around him. Amen. He saw them where they started at their homes. Amen. He saw them when they walked down the street. He saw and he heard their discussions about giving up. Even the walls and the crowd around him couldn't keep him from watching them struggle up to the roof. Amen. In fact, I think he was cheering them, cheering them on. He's saying, come on, boys. You can make it. Don't give up. Don't give in. Don't stop. I'm here. I can do this if you'll get to me. Amen. Don't be discouraged. Don't get discouraged when the answers don't come. Just a little more. Go a little further. Keep pressing. Keep going. Come on. I'm right here. You can come to me. It's like teaching the baby to walk. Come on, baby. Come on. And they take one step. Then they take two steps. Next thing you know, they're running to you. That's what Jesus is saying. He said, come to me. Come on. This is the childlike faith. Don't give up. Don't get discouraged. You're going to fall down. Get back up. Keep pressing. Amen. You may not get an answer today, but you'll get an answer tomorrow. If you'll just be desperate enough. If you'll just keep pressing. And you'll keep going a little further. Amen. Certainly he could have passed through the crowd, but there's sometimes about tearing off the roof, about breaking it up. I want you to know he's watching you this morning. He already knows about your situation. Amen. Your condition. He already knows what your need is. Amen. He knows about the challenge it took you to get up this morning. Amen. The struggle to say, well, you know, I could just roll back over and go to bed. Well, we could go do this, but you're here this morning. You're here this morning in the presence of an almighty God. He already knows, amen, what he's going to do. Amen. He's just waiting to see if you'll tear off the roof. Will you press? to see Him? Will you climb to touch Him? Will you determine that today is my day? Amen. That this is my service. I'm going to meet Jesus here today. He's pulling for you. He's watching you. He's waiting for you. The potential for a miracle is right in your hands. You hold the key to everything you need. When the hole was big enough, they began to lower Him down to Jesus. Everything that was needed for the miracle was right in their hands. It didn't depend on anyone else. There were many people there that day, but the miracle was in their hand. Others might have had an opinion, but the miracle was in their hand. Many might have said, "Don't you, we don't do it that way, but the miracle was in their hands. Amen. Your miracle is in your hand this morning. You can receive it or you can ignore it. Amen. They held tight to their miracle. They were not going to leave until God answered their prayer. Amen. They had walked, they had carried this burden for a while. Amen. And they wasn't going to leave until they had seen Jesus. Until Jesus had given them an answer. Moses, what's in your hand as you're backed up against the Red Sea? The potential for a miracle. It's in your hands. How many vessels do you have? Amen. I need more because I know as long as I'm pouring this oil, God is going to continue to fill vessels. Amen. As long as there's a vessel, God is going to fill. God is going to move. Amen. He just needs vessels. He just needs somebody willing. Amen. 
What's in that brown bag, son? Just five loaves and two fish. But it's the beginning of a miracle. It's the beginning of a miracle. It ain't much, but God don't need much. Amen. He just needs you to move. He just needs you to take whatever you have in your hands, whatever's in your heart, and bring it to Him. You say, but I don't have much. You have your will. You have your faith. And you have the opportunity. You have enough. Amen. When they got to Him, Jesus did what Jesus does. Amen. The Bible says that He saw their faith. He saw their faith. He didn't see the squabbling about whether to go or not to go. He just seen them aftermath when they had made up their mind, when they had got desperate enough, when they got out of their comfort zone and moved. That's all he seen. That's all he needed. See, he didn't see them fussing about who was doing the most work. Amen. He didn't see them dirty, sweaty, or unclean. He saw faith. And that's all he needs. Somebody to release that faith. Somebody to believe. Somebody to cast all their cares upon him. Somebody to decrease that he can increase. Lord, I'm coming here to you believing and knowing that you're able. Amen. It's beyond me. I've tried everything this world has. I've been to every doctor. I've been here. I've been there. I've been to psychiatrists. I've done this and I've done that. But Lord, I understand you're the only hope I have. Amen. And if I can get in your presence. If I can just get a touch from you, Lord, amen, then I know everything's going to be all right. Amen. What other saw as wasted time, he saw as faith. What other saw as foolishness, he saw as faith. Quit worrying about what your neighbor thinks. Quit worrying about what others think. Amen. This is your salvation. This is your need. This is your situation. Amen. A lot of people missed out on their miracle. A lot of people missed out on their deliverance, their healing and all that because he's worried about what somebody else might think or say. Amen. This is me. This is eternity. I hold everything in my hand, but all I know is i got to get to Jesus. You can either go with me or you can stay there, but I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to be in His presence. Though none go with me, I'm still going to follow. Amen? It doesn't matter what others think. What matters is what Jesus thinks if I can just get in His presence. Amen? Lord, your thoughts and your ways are higher than mine. Lord, just touch my mind. Give me peace right now, Lord. Amen? And when you step into His presence, there's voices that will tell you that singing and shouting and rejoicing are not necessary. Jesus sees faith. Jesus says press. All that matters is being in the presence of Jesus. Some say that an altar moment is just a waste of time. Jesus sees faith. Amen. Quit worrying about what others think. Amen. Get out of your comfort zone. Don't let that person beside you or a family member or somebody, some critic... Amen. Prevent you from receiving what God has for you. This is your salvation. Amen. Because when the trump of God sounds, amen, I plan on being up out of here. Amen. They can either make up their mind they're going with me, but as for me, I've got to decide. As for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Amen. I don't have time to worry about the nonsense of others. 
Amen. Matter of fact, you cut them off. If, they, if their people are not breathing, not feeding into you, amen, positive or godliness, amen, I'm all right with you jerking a knot in me. Correct me if I get out of line. Tell me, hey, look, you may be not misunderstanding this, you know, but out of brotherly love, I'm going to tell you this. You know, I need that. We all need that. We need correction. We need to know it. We, I thank God for conviction. Thank God for his presence. Lord, keep me right. All that matters is staying on this straight and narrow path. When I try to go on that broad path, Lord, you bring me back in. Bring me back in. Reel me in. Smack my hand. Smack me upside the head. Do whatever you got to do, Lord. Amen. Now we say that and then God starts doing that. Well, that, that's a little rough. Oh, that ain't how I expect it. God is not going to do it how you expect it. Amen. God's going to do it what's best for you. Amen. By being his, whatever he's got to do to get you saved, he's going to do it. Amen. Quit kicking against the pricks. Quit listening to all the trash. Separate yourself. Come out from amongst them. Amen. Surround yourself with people precious like faith. The body of Christ. That's what we do. We encourage each other. We pray for each other. We're there for each other. Amen. See, it may not make sense to others, but when we respond to him, Jesus sees faith. And Jesus hears our cry. Amen. And he answers our prayers because he sees our hearts. Amen. But it takes us getting out of our comfort zone. We're living in the last day, folks. It ain't time to be comfortable. I don't know. I haven't seen the newspaper. Amen. I know I get these little pop-ups on the internet. It tells me about the news, but I'm trying to stay away from the news. It's trash. The only news I want to hear is the good news. I'm sitting here listening for a Trump. Amen. Blow that Trump. Come, Lord, quickly. Amen. But, Lord, until then, let us be ready. Let us be right. Let us gather as many as we can in this harvest. Let us get into this harvest. Amen. If you'll stand with me. Son, thy sins be forgiven thee. Jesus starts with the greatest need any man ever had. The need to be forgiven of sins. It wasn't even what they came for, folks. But it was what they needed most. Amen. We should never enter into prayer into any service or anything we do without first repenting. Amen. Emptying ourselves. Lord, create in me a clean heart. Renew a right spirit within me. Lord, forgive me my sins. Amen. Lord, help me to decrease that you can increase. It's when we empty ourselves. It's when we humble ourselves before God. When we repent and we come to God seeking a need, then he hears our cry. But it calls for us to die first. See, they wasn't even looking for that, but that's what they got. They got forgiveness. I'm not sure why you're here today, but I'll tell you what every one of us needs. We need to be forgiven of our sins. But Jesus is just the one that can do that, and he's in this place today. And I encourage you this morning, cry out to God. See, we need to be forgiven our sins. But then Jesus emptied the bed. Amen. He heard their cry. He forgave them of their sins. And then he performed the miracle. Amen.
They ruined the roof, and he ruined that stretcher. Amen. Arise and take up your bed and go your way to your own house. I know how you, I know how you arrive, but that's not how you're leaving here this morning. I know how you enter, but that's not how you're going to exit. I know how you came, but that's not how you're going to go. That thing that carried you here, you're going to carry it home this morning. No more will you be hostage of your past. I'm giving you a bright and new future, is what the Lord was telling them. The very thing that mocked you will become your testimony. Amen. You'll be able to tell everyone this thing used to hold me bound. Now I use it to glorify Him. The very thing that you thought was your destiny, amen, will become your delight. I once was bound, but now I'm free. I once was blind, but now I see. I once was an addict, but now I'm delivered. I once was a sinner, but now I'm saved. I once was depressed, but now I'm shouting. I once was empty, but now I'm filled. I once had a bed, now I have an empty bed. I started with a broken roof and it ended with an empty bed. It started with what I could do, what I couldn't do, and it ended up with what He could do. Amen. I'm opening these altars this morning. It started with an act of faith and it ended with an act of power. Amen. It started with getting out of the comfort zone and it ended with getting into the miracle zone. The deliverance zone. The saving zone. It, it, it ended with getting in the presence of God. What do you need from Him this morning? Tear off the roof. Amen. And take home an empty bed this morning. I encourage you. These altars are open. The presence of the Lord is here right now. Amen. If we will humble ourselves before God. If my people, which are called by my name, you have a need, you have a, a want, you have a hurt, you have a situation, I'm telling you, the miracle worker, the deliverers in the house this morning, how desperate are you? Don't worry about what your neighbors might think. Don't worry about what people may look. Amen. I remember hairpins flying, hair falling off. Amen. Because people got desperate for God. A move of God. He's in this place. The miracle workers here this morning, they're going to place. If you need the Holy Ghost, He's here right now to fill you. Amen. If you need baptized, there's one. Whatever your situation is, the Lord is here. The presence of the Lord is here this morning. Cry out unto Him. Empty yourselves this morning. Lord, I give myself. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, forgive me my sins. Touch and deliver, Lord. Create in me a clean heart. Renew a right spirit, Lord. Lord, I'm facing this situation, Lord, but you're the answer. You're my hope, Lord. You're my deliverer, Lord. You're the way when there seems to be no way, Lord. Hallelujah.